In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's Gospel, Jesus tells a parable of a vineyard. Hear another parable. There was a householder who planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season of fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And the tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did the same to them. Afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. When the when the Jews who were listening to our Lord heard this parable, they immediately would know that our Lord was making reference to passages in the Old Testament where the the nation of Israel is is represented precisely as a vineyard, as a vineyard of the Lord. This happens in the book of the prophet Isaiah. It also happens in in the Psalms. So Jesus' story is a very accusatory story. The servants who come to collect the fruit are the prophets. And the prophets are met in the history of Israel with persecution and with martyrdom. And the son, of course, who is sent, who the, who the, the vine owner says, they will respect my son. The son, of course, is Jesus himself. And the parable becomes a prophecy for what, for what Jesus will do on the cross and, and for what it means to us. When the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Think about that. It's kind of a ridiculous thought to think that the vine owner will give the inheritance to the murderers of his son. Why would he? Why would he let? Uh, why would he let those tenants who plotted against him and against his son have the inheritance of his son? for killing his son. It doesn't make any sense, right? It's a crazy thing. For It's a crazy plot. It's a crazy thing for them to think. And yet, think about it. This is exactly what happens to us in our redemption. Our sins are the cause of Jesus' death. Our sins are the rejection of God as sovereign, as God as the as the owner, so to speak, of this vineyard in which we work. And yet, because Jesus dies out of love for us, because Jesus dies in order to forgive our sins, his death actually does give us his inheritance. We become co-heirs with Jesus Christ, as St. Paul puts it. We become inheritors of God himself. Our inheritance is God. In heaven, we will inherit God. As Holy Week approaches, 
These are wonderful things to think about. The meaning of our sinfulness, how we reject God, and God's incredible, incredible response. That he lets sin, the worst sin ever, deicide, killing God. God dies on the cross for us. The worst sin ever, the rejection of God, the death of God. He turns precisely that worst sin by accepting it, by living it uh, out of love for us. He turns it into the means with which we're saved. What an incredible plan. What an incredible trap he laid for Satan and for, and for sin itself. Thank you, Lord, for our redemption, this great mystery. And help us as Lent continues to, to pray more, to ponder more deeply the mystery of our redemption. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.